Hello, welcome to the State of Waste for February 6, 2022. This week, I'm taking a look at a little deeper dive into some of the bills that passed out of one chamber. And then also, I went through a lot of the education bills that were proposed, at least in this session, and just taking a look at some interesting things that were proposed. I doubt they're going anywhere, but thought it'd be interesting to look at anyway. So, the bills that have passed one chamber now, House Bill 1617, which is the school calendar holidays this one, added, June, Juneteenth was added last year as a state holiday. So all this is a line. All state holidays are now school holidays and school cannot be taught on those school holidays. So this will be taking place uh, starting July 1st of this year. So this year we don't have to worry about June 19th. But next year, June 19th will be considered a school holiday. So that might impact summer schools or schools that are in session due to snow days and stuff like that. So. Uh, June 19th, starting 22-23 school year, will be a state holiday or school holiday. Senate Bill 5498, posthumous high school diplomas, read a little bit deeper into this one. And this, all, what this bill does is it requires that if a student has reached senior status, then a school must award a high school diploma to the family. Now, that doesn't uh, eliminate the possibility that a school could give a posthumous high school diploma at any grade, but at least if they've met senior standing, then they must be given a high school diploma. House Bill 1834, the school attendance for mental health purposes. This one passed um, unanimously, actually. And it was interesting to listen to some of the rationales for this. And one of the representatives talked about how this legitimizes mental health as a real thing by making it a law. And so it may help some students deal with it, knowing that, you know, this isn't a, a made up thing, that there are really mental health issues. So uh, that helped clarify it for me why they were passing this bill. And he even mentioned that a lot of schools do all this anyway, but it just legitima legitimizes the, the truth of that mental health exists. Bills that have been referred to other committees, some have been in committee, other committees for a while, but House Bill 1601, the homelessness pilot. This is still in appropriations. Um, House Bill 1162, the graduation requirements. This they removed the requirement to go from uh, from 24 credits to 20, so it's still going to be 24 credits. And then um, the one thing this did add that I'll probably have to change the bill is that it added a pathway to uh, the possible pathways, and it's a rather interesting one. So I'm a high school math teacher. And this changes some of the language as far as math classes go, because nobody uses math, so we don't need any of it. That's not true. Um, algebra and geometry are the current requirements for graduation, and that students, this pathway allows students to either take algebra and geometry, or they can take two equivalent path, CTE pathway courses. Now, what that means, nobody knows. So school districts would have the ability to develop some CTE math classes. Those will be funded differently, of course. And will they be equivalent? We don't really know. There are some great programs out there as far as creating math classes that for or for construction. I know I've seen some construction courses. There, It'd be awesome to do like a pathway math class for algebra slash geometry that really works on trade schools or even going into the workforce, some skills that students might need that are more, much more practical and less abstract than your typical algebra and geometry. House Bill 1611, the 
highly capable of adding equity. That's in the rules committee right now. Uh, I skipped over Senate Bill 5043. Sorry about that. School employee housing, that's was retained in present status. So it's still sitting in rules committee. I've seen nothing coming up for that one. And then a surprising one, House Joint Resolution 4200, the school bonds passing rate. So this would reduce the rate of passing a bond from 60% to 50%. I didn't think this would make it out of committee, but it actually did. So it was interesting listening to the discussion about it, that there are some concerns about will it will this impact taxpayers more than what we think it will. And of course, it will impact taxpayers, but the taxpayers also get to vote on that. So a lot of debate on that one. Uh, so we'll see if it goes anywhere this year. This has been up multiple years and it's never gotten through. So again, we'll be watching that one to see if that changes anything and more schools may be able to offer bonds. Will they offer higher level of bonds than they would normally because it's only a 50% passing rate? One school district that was mentioned only had 33% yes votes on the previous bond. So like this wouldn't even impact them because the passing rate is so low. So anyway, we'll follow that one and see what happens. Okay, a couple of the bills that I looked up just for fun. Senate Bill 5594, Bone Marrow Awareness. This would this is now in the Rules Committee. And that would include in the health curriculum that we would need to make students aware of bone marrow transplants and kind of the need of it, where it arose from, that it's hard to match bone marrow sometimes with people. So it's kind of like a blood transfusion. You have to have the same blood type. So this is a, an interesting one, just kind of a bone marrow awareness that it adds it to the health curriculum. So the health teachers may have to pay more attention to what that will look like. Senate Bill 5719 is now in the Senate Ways and Means Committee, the cost of college in the classroom. This would reduce the costs and in some cases waive the cost to students for college in the classroom courses. It also sets a maximum per credit fee for college in the classroom. And that's going to be interesting because colleges kind of make a lot of money. So I don't know if it's a reimbursement to the colleges, if the state will reimburse that to them or how that will all work. But anyway, it makes it easier for students to access these classes and not have to worry about the fees involved with them. Had public testimony now waiting the uniform standard time bill, 5511, seen no action on that. And we're kind of running out of time for that one. House Bill 1807, Civics Education, they had a public hearing, and pretty sure that's not going to go anywhere, and it looks like it hasn't. So we'll, we'll see those may not make it very far this time. Assigned to committee, but no action yet. A couple of these are just ones that I thought influ were influenced somewhat by the national education movements that are going on around our country. Uh, the House Bill 1633 was school choice. I said that would go nowhere, and it's gone nowhere. House Bill 1556 was introduced, and this is the gender and athletics bill that we've seen a lot of states pass. A lot of states won't pass, so it's kind of a dividing uh, piece of legislation for a lot of people. And it just says that if you are born male, you can only participate in male athletics. If you're born female, you can only participate in female athletics. That one got assigned to a committee, but there has been no public hearing and probably won't be. House Bill 1886 prohibits the teaching of critical race theory in schools. Also assigned a committee with no action, but again, with a lot of uh, debate out there in society. It's just interesting to know that Washington State has proposed these bills, but that there's been no public hearing. It's not moving anywhere. So again, we kind of look at the Democratic versus Republican states, and that's where you see that big divide. So 
just another interesting thing to look at as far as what's happening with our state. And then House Bill 1976 would eliminate the possibility that schools could make students eat outside in this time of COVID. And I know in some states they did require students to eat at some school districts, sorry, not states. Some school districts were requiring students to eat outside even in the cold. They're bundled up in their coats and gloves and trying to eat lunch. And that's not a safe thing for students. So it was interesting to see that our state had a bill that was going to make it so that students were, could not be forced to eat outside. Now, I've not heard of a district in our state that was requiring students to eat outside. So that's a positive thing because we don't want students getting sick with something worse than COVID because they were eating outside and get cold. So anyway, there's that bill. That's all for this week. So I hope you have a great week.